0: get the information that they're experts on, get that information from them and share it and make your decisions based on that information versus just flying by the city of your pants and not using your resources.
1: Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, are you looking for some financing? Maybe some more money to do your fix and flip projects? Are you looking to grow your fix and flip business? Well, guess what? Got a solution for you. It's fun that flip. You know fun that flip. Matt Rodak, the founder of of Fund That Flip has been on the show multiple times. He's a friend of mine and they love working with the best ever listeners. They provide short-term fix and flip loans to experienced investors. They've got an online platform, makes the entire process super easy and you can get funded in as few as seven days that quick. So if you're looking for a reliable funding partner, go to fundthatflip.com. That's F-U-N-D-T-H-A-T-F-L-I-P.com. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of that fluff with us today. Craig Cody, how you doing, Craig? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well and nice to have you on the show. And if you can't tell from his accent, Craig's in New York. I could tell as soon as you picked up the phone, baby, a little bit more about Craig. He is the president and founder of Craig Cody & Company. He's a certified tax coach, a certified public accountant, and a business owner. He is a former New York City police officer with 17 years experience on the force. Thank you, sir, for your service, first and foremost.
0: Oh, you're welcome.
1: He has co-authored an Amazon best-selling book, Secrets of a Tax-Free Life, and most recently authored the book, 10 Biggest Tax Mistakes That Cost Business Owners Thousands of Dollars based in, you're going to have to help me with this pronunciation. Manhasset. Manhasset. Is that Long Island? Yes, it is. Long Island. Sounds like a Long Island town. Manhasset, New York. So with that being said, Craig, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your current focus?
0: Well, as you know, I was a former New York City police officer. I had a great run for 17 years. I retired. I went to work for an accounting firm that did a lot of international work. I slowly built up my own firm, and now it's uh, been on my own for a number of years now. I have a staff of 10, three other CPAs, and we focused on tax planning
1: for business owners and real estate investors. All right. Well, that's what we are. We are business owners and real estate investors, so we're in the right place. Your latest book, 10 Biggest Tax Mistakes That Cost Business Owners Thousands. What are some mistakes that are made? Oh, the biggest one is failing to plan. People don't
0: communicate with their CPA. Their CPA doesn't communicate with them. Most accountants are really good. They put the right numbers in the right boxes, but it kind of stops there. There's not enough communication back and forth. And it takes two to tango. It's not just their fault. But people spend more time researching a car than they do how to structure their entity, how to structure their real estate, how to depreciate that real estate, where if they took some time, they'd probably
1: save themselves a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So now that we've heard that, what do we need to do in order to plan? Like, How should we approach this?
0: Well, you need to work with your team of advisors who should be a CPA, an attorney, and whoever you work with in the real estate field, and get the information that they're experts on, get that information from them and share it and make your decisions based on that information versus just flying by the seat of your pants and not using your resources.
1: So drilling down a little bit more specifically, I want to make sure. So CPA is a team member, an attorney is a team member. What did you mean when you said whoever you work with in the real estate field? That
0: could be the broker
1: that finds you your deals, okay?
0: Uh It could be your finance person that finds you the money. Uh Whomever you have that's part of your team that helps you do your transactions. Got it.
1: And why are they involved in this? Because,
0: well, everybody has their own area of expertise. And isn't it better if everybody talks together, I may say, I think you should do it this way because you need to accomplish this. And the attorney can say, well, yes, that's a great idea. But if we do it this way, it'll accomplish what you want. Plus, it'll accomplish what I want. Okay. And why not get the best
1: use of all that information? As far as, let's just say it's a broker, for example. Why do they need to be involved in tax planning?
0: I guess the broker, when it comes down to the broker, if that's the person that's finding you your properties, uh-huh. you could probably make the point that he knows how much I can spend. So he should be involved in that or he should know that I'm qualified. I would say the broker might not be at the tip of the iceberg, uh-huh. okay? But all these people that are part of your team, whoever you use regularly to find your investments, purchase your investments, they should be involved in some level.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, there's no, I don't see a lot of downside there.
1: Yeah, I'm just trying to identify what the purpose of them being there is. But if just more to know where you're coming from so that they can – I don't know. I'm not sure actually.
0: <laughs> if you can get some value out of it, why not? Got if it. If you don't think you're going to get any value out of it, then
1: – Okay. All right. So we got the team, CPA, attorney, and maybe someone who helps us get transactions, maybe not depending on our situation. What, As far as failing the plan – I've rounded my team up. We're sitting down. What do I say?
0: Okay. Let's start with what type of entity are we going to purchase this asset in? Okay. If it's real estate, it's probably going to be an LLC. All right. Not always, but probably. But you'd be surprised how many pieces of real estate I come across that are in C corporations or owned individually. And what's the drawback? I'm not an attorney, but what's the bad thing about owning that thing personally? And what's the bad thing about having that piece of real estate in the C corporation? let's talk and let's figure out the right way to do it. That's going to accomplish what everybody's expertise is and get it involved in there.
1: Okay. After we identify what type of entity we're buying it in, what other questions or topics need to be addressed?
0: Okay. Well, let's say we got it into an entity. How are we going to depreciate this? Are we going to do a cost segregation study? Is it residential rental property? What's the value of the building versus the value of the land? Am I going to save money? Is it cash flow positive? Am I going to save money if I do a cost segregation study? What is a cash cost segregation study?
1: For anyone who's not familiar, then you just Google cost segregation, Joe Fairless. I've had a couple guests on the show talk about it.
0: And that's something in the accounting world, but that is something that'll help you keep more of what you're making.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So you have your team together and you've chosen your entity You've looked at depreciation. Now we look at, okay, what other benefits can I get in the tax world? What can we do? So can you hire your family? Do you need a home office? Do you use a home office? What can that home office do for you? How do I write off my car expenses? What other things can I be doing that I'm not doing that'll generate tax deductions for me that are legitimate? Mm-hmm.
1: Have those conversations. But if you don't plan, you can't have those conversations. So number one is gathering the team, asking these questions, and thanks for giving us some questions to ask. What's another tax mistake that business owners are doing?
0: I'm trying to keep them in real estate. So let's talk about a home office. Uh huh. Are you managing your property yourself or are you using a management company? If you're managing it yourself, where are you conducting your business? Are you doing it out of a home office? Are you taking advantage of everything that's allowed inside that home office? Are you deducting a percentage of your utilities? Do you have an on-premise athletic facility? The code says if you have an on-premise athletic facility with a home office, you can deduct the cost of that. So that could be your pool. It could be a gym in your basement. Mm -hmm. Are you taking advantage of medical expense reimbursement plans? Most real estate, if it's not owned individually, is typically inside of an LLC. And an LLC allows you to have a, a Section 105 medical expense reimbursement plan that lets you deduct the out-of-pocket costs that you have for medical expenses. So we see that with a lot of older clients where maybe they're doing a little bit of remodeling in the teeth area. Mm-hmm. And with the younger clients, it's braces and stuff like that, that are typically six or $7,000 a pop. So they get to deduct that, which... Fortunately, most people don't get to deduct their medical expenses on Schedule A because they would have to be so large that it would have to be something very bad. Right. Once you have a home office, now you can write off your mileage from your home office to your different properties. It just opens up a whole lot of areas.
1: When you work with someone, and this can be a real estate investor or a business owner, because- As real estate investors, we are business owners. So if you need to think more broadly about this, that's fine. What are the first steps that you do when you sit down with the person?
0: The first steps we do is we get copies of their last two years tax returns. If they're using some type of accounting software, we'll get a portable file from them and we'll do an analysis and we'll go through our analysis and we'll basically uncover missed opportunities, missed deductions. We'll present those via a WebEx or a Zoom call and we'll basically say, okay, we see X amount of dollars in missed opportunities and deductions. That's going to save you $20,000 a year over five years. That's going to save you a hundred thousand dollars. If you want to do a plan with us, we'll do a plan for you. Um, We get paid upfront for the plan. It's a hundred percent refundable and nobody's ever asked for their money back because it's instant gratification. Mm -hmm. So we do a plan From there, clients will ask us if we'll help them with their ongoing accounting work.
1: Got it. That makes sense. As far as the missed opportunities for deductions, any one or ones come to mind that you haven't talked about already?
0: There's retirement plans. You see those all the time. Uh huh. They're not that prevalent in the real estate arena. You have meals and entertainment. You have what we call the Augusta rule that allows you to rent your home to your business for up to 14 days a year and not
1: have to pay income
0: tax on that income. There's a couple of higher level ones that we come across with people that are a little bit more high net worth. Like what? Could be conservation easements. What's that? Conservation easement is when you invest in a property and then that property gets donated basically for conservation purposes and you wind up getting a tax deduction. That's typically a multiple of your investment. Ah, So they have to be done correctly and with reputable companies. And we typically do them with clients that are involved in the conservation movement or very charitably inclined. So they're not just doing it to get a tax deduction, they're getting it because they want to do some good. Mm-hmm. And as a side note, they actually get a, a decent sized deduction out of the deal too.
1: What's something else for high net worth that you look at? We have captive insurance that we see a lot of. What's captive insurance? To keep it real basic
0: is basically it's self-funded insurance and you're insuring certain risks and you basically get a deduction for the premiums that you pay for that insurance. Once again, this is high net worth. And then down the road, if you have no claims or there's money left over after claims, when you take that money out, it's capital gains versus ordinary income. Mm -hmm. Then we've recently gotten involved in some international retirement plans that are perfectly acceptable and allowed by U.S. treaties where people get to take advantage of these. In the U.S., how much can you put away a year? 18, maybe $50,000. Okay. In a lot of foreign countries, you can actually put away a lot more money than that. So there are treaties that allow clients to do different things and shelter some money.
1: Based on your experience, what is your best advice ever for real estate investors as it relates to taxes?
0: My best advice ever is you know, communicate, plan, and look at your depreciation and make sure you're doing it correctly in the most advantageous way. I can't tell you how many times we see depreciation as a mess. What do you mean by a mess? They miss it. They move from one accountant to another accountant to another accountant and somewhere along the line, it got missed and it wasn't picked up by the next accountant. And by the time they get to the third accountant, it's not even around. So, I've seen that many times. People that they're doing their own taxes, God forbid, and they have <laughs> all these passive losses. And next thing they know, they use a different computer to do TurboTax and they don't move all that passive loss history over and it's gone. So, mm-hmm. I look at a 2014 and I see $60,000 in passive loss carryovers. And then I go to 15 and I see it starting at zero. Where'd it go?
1: Can you capture that retroactively once it's identified? Yes, you have to amend the return.
0: But if you don't know what you don't know.
1: Right. Yeah, someone's got to point it out first.
0: They have to point it out to you. Another thing with real estate investors that also have other businesses that they operate is when they have these passive losses, you look at opportunities to generate passive income. So would I rather take that deduction today or would I rather wait 5, 10, or 15, or 20 years till I sell that property? I'd rather have that deduction today.
1: Great stuff. All right. And as far as cost segregation, best ever listeners, one of them is episode 750 titled Why You Are Losing Money Not Understanding Cost Segregation and How to Use It. So episode 750 with Jeff Hobbs. You ready for the best ever lightning round? I'm ready. Let's do it. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. You want to get better at negotiating real estate? Well, how about, do you want to get better at negotiating real estate for free? Even better, right? Well, go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. Fund That Flip, today's sponsor, has partnered with best-selling author Jay Scott to provide you with a free chapter from Jay's new book on negotiating real estate. I've read the book. Lots of good real-world case studies sprinkled in there, too. I love it when they do that. Go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever to download your free copy of the chapter today. Feeling lost on your roadmap to wealth? Tune in to the newly launched REI Foundation podcast where hosts Jason and Peely give you all the steps and missteps towards achieving your investing dreams. Featuring interviews from top industry professionals, make sure you listen and subscribe to REI Foundation podcast at thereifoundation.libson.com. All right, Craig, best ever book you've read. Probably the
0: one I'm reading right now is Traction and I'm trying to think who is it by. It's a very popular book in the yep. uh, you know, yeah. it's, it's uh, I'm about a third way through it and it's, it's living up to everything I've heard about it.
1: Yeah, a couple people recently have mentioned that I'll have to check it out. Best ever Business deal you've done, and take that however you want to interpret it.
0: I'm going to say, how about the worst ever business deal I done? I've done, which was uh, I sold my Manhattan co-op in 1992 for 125,000, and it was just <laughs> sold two years ago for 565,000.
1: <laughs> where was it? Manhattan. West I know, 90, but where? West,
0: West 96th Street between Columbus and Amsterdam. Okay. A one bedroom with a Pullman kitchen.
1: <laughs> well, you sold it 92. That's a lot of years, 92 to 2015. What's the best ever way you like to give back? To give back. I like to give back by just being
0: a good person. I like to say, you know what? Leave people with a smile. It was something I learned when I was in the police department. Make a friend. That's the way I like to give
1: back. And how can the best ever listeners get in touch with you and learn more about your company?
0: They could go to our website, which is www.craigcodyandcompany.com. And if they actually go to forward slash best ever, they can request a copy of our book, The 10 Biggest Tax Mistakes That Cost Business Owners, thousands, we'll send you out a free copy of that book.
1: Oh, cool. All right. I will amend the notes in the show notes page. Thank you for being on the show. And Craig, thanks a lot for talking through some mistakes that we need to watch out for. First and foremost, let's make sure we're planning ahead by getting the right team members at the table asking questions like, what type of entity are we buying the asset in? How will we depreciate this? Are we doing a cost segregation study? Episode 750 has that info on cost segregation. What about the home office? What are other things that I can be doing that I'm not doing to minimize my exposure to taxes? Because taxes are our number one expense, and a lot of people Don't think of it that way, but they're our number one expense. So thanks for being on the show. Give us some tips. Hope you have the best ever day, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much. Have a great day, too. Feeling lost on your roadmap to wealth? Tune in to the newly launched REI Foundation Podcast, where hosts Jason and Peely give you all the steps and missteps towards achieving your investing dreams. Featuring interviews from top industry professionals, make sure you listen and subscribe to REI Foundation podcast at the